Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the yeah, Anajar yeah. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Kaylin Clark, even if you don't give a single solitary damn about women's college basketball, the way she set the all-time women's college hoop scoring record last night was badass with a 40-foot bomb. But it did get me thinking. Other milestones that have been hit over the years that were done in an awesome fashion. And it turns out I have a gift for you. We're going to relive those. Before that, though, speaking of gifts, Duffy Sports Grill, always giving what a gift. What a blessing, in fact, Duffy Sports Grill, Theo. It's good to be back here in the States and good to be back here in sunny South Florida because there's a Duffy Sports Grill so close to you, no matter where you're at. Um, Duffy Sports Grill also, another thing that they have in every single one of them, I know NFL season's over with, but if you want to watch Caitlin Clark set a record last night, or maybe you want to watch the miserable, miserable Milwaukee Bucks with Dame Lillard, continue to lose there's 80 plus tvs in every single location so no matter what you're locking in on these days maybe it's the florida panthers who are who are streaking right now ken you told me they're what there's maybe number one seed in the east right now if the playoffs started today the florida freaking panthers are the top seed in the east and they have the second most points in the entire nhl they're pucking that's they a jump. My Bruins last night officially not a happy day, but happy for the boys nonetheless. That's Your Bruins. That's enough to let Poverty. me know that there's always going to be a, a the Panthers game on one of those screens or the women's college basketball or the NBA. There's nothing short to stop you from missing any play, any moment of the action at every single Duffy Sports Grill. There's award-winning burgers. There's award-winning wings, and of course, my favorite thing there is the two-for-one drinks all day. Every single day. It doesn't matter if it's 2 p.m., 8 p.m., 12. Like if the Duffy Sports Grill is open, two for one drinks are gonna be on the menu. You can sign up online at Duffy'sMVP.com to make sure you're racking up those rewards, become a, a even greater MVP. And of course, at Duffy's, our game is always on. Theo is back from his honeymoon. I wasn't on my honeymoon. I've been here the whole time. Stay uh, stone as well. Uh, but it's good to have Theo back. We're complete. We're one. Theo married. He's come together as one with Ashley, and now his his day relationship. Yes, we've all come we're together back. as one with our thruple. Yeah, are we your work husbands. We're we're reunited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are we are we work husbands? I feel like we are. Work we're, husbands. We're a work husband thruple. Yeah, we are. Yeah. What 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 um religion allows for like three into one? Because I think that's Mormon. Mormon, okay. Yeah. Is it? So we would have to be more Mormon. A lot Mormon of wives. Then. A lot of wives. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there's... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they definitely talk about it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of wives, but there wouldn't be... You know, we'd have to figure it They're out. They're the ugliest awesome. of the housewives, too. Salt Lake City. This guy, dude. Nothing's changed with him. The Mormons? He's just such... <laughs> I, I... Like... You... Come I, on, man. There was no reason for that. You could have just said, oh, yeah, they talk about Mormons all the time. We're all housewives of Salt Lake City. But then you had to add, those are the ugliest housewives. They, I mean, I'm just saying, out of all of the cities, they're the ugliest. I have heard, you know. I mean, the newer cast of New Jersey, other than Melissa. They're old as hell. They ain't lookers themselves, okay? <laughs> they're not. They talk, ain't lookers themselves. Talk about Salt Lake City here, man. Yeah, I know. All right. right? So just adjust the bar. I'm ju- I was just stating the obvious, if that's the case. Uh, hey, do you remember 1998? 
Oh my God! Yeah, that's the that, that's the I year you were born, right? Popped out, and I was like, "Oh my God, what year is it?" <laughs> in 1998, as Stone popped out, as he put it, that's the medical term for yeah. birth. It uh, is popped out. Crowned. Uh, you may remember in 1998, <laughs> Ricky Williams was crowned uh. the college football rushing champion. He passed Tony Dorsett. A couple years later, Ron Dane passed Ricky Williams, Wisconsin running back. But nobody remembers that because Ricky Williams breaking Tony Dorsett's rushing record. Record. That was the apex, and it happened on a Saturday afternoon against Texas A&M with Brent Musburger on the call in Austin. It was Ricky Williams. You're giving me a look, Stone. What's wrong? Nothing. What's no, wrong? You nothing. okay? No, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely okay. Okay. Ricky Williams. So, Caitlin Clark, you know what? Let's do this. Caitlin Clark last night, she breaks the all-time women's college basketball st- scoring record. Let's hear how that sounded from Iowa City on Peacock. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. So she pulled up from 45 feet from the logo and drilled it. Man. It's awesome. Going left. Yeah, that's the way to do it. If you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. That's immortal stuff right there. My first thought, and I don't know if this is warranted at all, but I said, damn. That one was way more aesthetic. I'd rather watch that one than the way LeBron James broke the all-time scoring record in the NBA. Like the way Kaylin did it was better. How was that again? I can't even remember. Turnaround. It was just a turnaround oh. from the elbow, and I'm like, Kaylin just sauced up LeBron. Yeah, like, that's like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do but it. But also, LeBron's game isn't to be pulling up from 40 from the logo. He ain't got it like Kaylin. Yeah. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. is. He ain't got that Riz. Is that the right way to oh, use that? No. Uh, is that the right way to oh, use that or no? Man. I hated that. Okay. That was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. That actually was that was Rizless. I, w- <laughs> I didn't know. I thought maybe that was the time to use that. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, Keep trying. How about one will yeah. stick? How about Ricky Williams? He had that Riz in 1998. I'm not using it right. How about to break the rushing record in college football that had stood for decades? A 60-yard touchdown run at home is called by Brent Musburger. This is pretty damn breathtaking on ABC. This is the lead back for Ricky. Offsets it a little bit to the left. 11 yards shy of the record. Williams breaks a hole. Williams, hello, record book. Ricky Williams runs to the Hall of Fame. Cuts back. Ricky Williams, touchdown. 60 yards, and the record is his. He does it in dramatic fashion. How good is that? How damn good is that? I love that. It's a good call, too, by Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger is a damn legend, just like Ricky Williams. That's as good as it gets. Then there's Derek Jeter. His 3,000th hit, a homer to left. Part of a day where he went five for five against Tampa Bay. This on the Yes Network and Michael Kay, if I may say so myself. And yes, he's a teammate of ours, uh, our sister station ESPN New York. But Michael Kay nailed this call. Derek Jeter, 3,000th hit. The 3-2. That one's drilled deep to left field. Going back, Joyce. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Oh, what a way to join the 3,000 hit club. Derek Jeter has done it in grand style. It's pretty good too, right? 
That's phenomenal. Pretty good, too, right there. Can I ask, too, because I was just watching. So uh -huh. they showed Johnny Damon. He was on the Rays at he that time. He was on point. the Rays at that time. Wow. Yeah. So how long had he? I have no, I don't remember. That's tough stuff because the camera pan right to him. And he was smiling, though. So, so classy stuff. But Johnny Damon, who you've met, right, Theo? No. Oh, wait. You did. I did. Yes, you did. Pickleball. Then, he was a little inebriated, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think I met him twice, actually. Uh, yes, both times. Didn't he, he show up to a pickleball event where he was really, really wasted? It was a there was a golf event he oh, showed okay. up to where he was um he was very yeah he was very intoxicated and we did mic him up and we did get an interview in. And Is that why you're not at the TV station anymore? Yeah, I was about to say. Was, <laughs> uh, I said man. as I was doing that the interview, judgment right there. I felt bad asking him more questions, but I was like, I, I kind of was prepped to interview Johnny Damon here, and and um, and yeah, I, I don't even know if he remembered that we did that. Oh man, that's so funny. Like moments after that's it so happened. Funny. Yeah. So you would you would agree though? Those two, Ricky Williams setting the all-time college football rushing mark, sixty-yard touchdown. Derek Jeter, three thousandth hit a home run at Yankee Stadium. That's right up there with Caitlin Clark drilling 45 feet to set the women's college basketball scoring record, right? Like that's that's those are elite. Like in that moment, yeah. and we're not talking we're not talking championship clutch moments. We're talking right. personal career milestone and to do it in the most aesthetically electric ways possible. I think it's those three. And then everything else is a deep drop from there. What are you hesitating for, Theo? You were like, yeah. What else were you thinking of? Really, I was trying to think about any other record-breaking moments. Because think about like Mark McGuire uh, hitting sixty-three. That was going to always be something electric because it's a home run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Mark McGuire doing it at Bush Stadium, and I would argue that uh, nineteen ninety-eight season McGuire's sixty-third was the most measly. Of all of his home runs. It was not a titanic shot. He had a line drive on the left field line that barely got over the wall. Yeah. So the the least aesthetically pleasing home run of Mark McGuire's entire season where he hit 70 uh, was the one that was least tied behemoth shot there. Yeah. And honestly, I can't think of any off the top of my head, so I'm not going to disagree Barry Bonds, with it. Barry Bonds. A lot of people don't even recognize him breaking Mark McGuire's yeah. record. That was a big, huge home run to center. It at least looked better than Mark McGuire's. Uh, you have LeBron. Is This is how it sounded on, I'm assuming, ESPN. Yeah, TNT. Uh, TNT. So, no, it, it was not ESPN. You said, yeah. No, it was TNT. Here's TNT, uh, LeBron. LeBron James, a shot in history. The call from Brian Anderson better than the shot. It was a nasty shot. It was a turnaround from the elbow. He could do it in his sleep. And I believe it was his second attempt at it. It was. So that's what makes it, it can't even live in the moment with those. Now, I don't know if Caitlin Clark had a shot at that. Was that her first attempt at it? No, she, no, no, no. She had two points before that. So she was yeah. one for one. Yeah, she was four points away going into the right. end of the night. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that was her first attempt at it, and she hit it, and she did not take a, an easy shot, you know, like that's LeBron. That's, you know, he, he can hit that eight out yeah. of 10 times. That's now, nothing. remember there was Drew Brees. He set the all-time passing mark in 2019 with a long touchdown to Traquan Smith. But yes, sir. It, but it, I mean, Drew Brees then and Tom Brady started going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with both the passing yards and the touchdowns record. So nobody remembers that because Tom Brady immediately broke that record. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily stand on its own. You remember the touchdown record, too. Uh, Drew Brees broke it, but it was called back due to an offensive pass interference. So then later in the same game against the Colts on a Monday night, 
he had to break it in the second half because the official, God forbid, the official just keep the flag in his damn pocket, ruined history by... how do you think the official in that spot feels after he wiped out a record-breaking touchdown? Do you think he knew that that would have been the all-time passing touchdown record? I, I think it's the other referee's job to make fun of him. It's like, dude, just keep the flags in the pocket. Nice Let going, it happen, man. Nice going, Carl. Yeah, way, like, way to go, Carl. Yeah. Hold on, Carl. I, that I re- certainly was his name probably, Carl. I remember Peyton Manning's back name. shoulder yeah. to Demarius Thomas to break, what was that, the single-season touchdown record at 52 or... Whenever it was with Denver, yeah, I, I that rem- year that he dropped fifty touchdowns. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. R.I.P. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty that was good phenomenal. One. That's a pretty good one. Trying to think though, like the the career so ones, like yeah. the career ones. Forget the the single season for a moment. Like when you're talking Caitlin Clark, you're talking Ricky Williams, you're talking Derek Jeter. Those are career milestones. Uh, ones that are 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 rare. That's a good one. I uh, like. Uh, and and it's because I see Joe and Jupiter is uh, is is calling. I'm sure he has a Cowboys take on this, but Emmett Smith didn't break the all-time NFL rushing record with the Cowboys. He did it on a first down carry with the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals. So that game. that one that's, I remember because it was so depressing the way in which it happened. Yeah, and that's the thing too. In, in, in professional sports, a lot of times when you break those career records, you're doing it on the, on the latter end of your career, right. outside of your right. prime. So it, it's going to be less electric. It's likely not going to be um, from you know you're not at your career apex. Whereas Caitlin Clark, you know she's in her prime. Right. She right. might not even you know she might she, her prime might be ahead of her. Which which sports milestones stand out most to you? Which sports milestones stand out most to you? Record breakers? Because Caitlin Clark that was memorable last night, and it immediately reminded me of Ricky Williams breaking college football's rushing record and Derek Jeter's three thousandth hit. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Which career or sports milestone? an individual, not a championship, but a career mark, a record-breaking play stands out most to you. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Joe in Jupiter on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Joe, am I right? It had to hurt to see Emmett Smith break the rushing record in a Cardinals uniform. Uh, no. Him breaking the record for all-time leading rusher against Seattle at home was magical, though. Uh, once he got to to Arizona, it was, you know, I just wanted him to not get hurt and just ride out his time. So it, it didn't kill me that bad. But I uh, thought I thought he did it in a Cardinals you, uniform. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You can say congratulations in a second. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom <laughs> of this. Fact check it. Yeah. The live fact check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that, you're right. You're right. He did do it in a Cowboys uniform. Oh, I remember Troy Aikman retiring, crying, saying that I he was sad he wasn't going to be the one to hand off the record-breaking run, too. And so, okay. Yeah, he didn't break the rushing record oh. at the Cardinals. He broke it at home against Seattle. Got a nine wrong. yard run, maybe right. nine and a half yard run. You're right. Why would you right try to midfield? duel with Jupiter Joe? About I just wanted Cowboys to get the bo- no. I'm trying to educate myself. I'm not trying to duel him or debate him. I'm just trying to educate myself. Huh. All right, now Joe, you can uh, you can say congratulations to Theo. Theo, congratulations, and I hope you calling your shot works out. I've, I've you know I've, I've I've been through this five times, five See, children blessed, and uh, we tried to uh, kind of time it, and if you do it right, which I'm sure you did, you know, you keep shooting. It'll happen. So shoot we'll talk to you in nine months about that. But shoot a shoot, baby. Let's go it feet. Is God, it, is, <laughs> it is, after all, in God's hands. But anyways, I do kind of – and also, Alfonso Soriano, I just couldn't believe you brought me back to about 2004. I actually saw him 
you know, he was a ranger in his prime mm-hmm. in 04 and 05. And he was the talk of the, of the DFW Metroplex. So the Cowboys were in the middle of going 5-11 and 11, three years in a row. The Mavericks were just kind of mad. He was a superstar then, right in his prime. And, I mean, he, I think he had like 200 RBIs in two years. And I was actually at the game in May of 2004 when he went 6-for-6. Six six. And at the time, that was the – I don't think the Rangers – anybody from Texas has ever done that. That's only one of a few players that ever went 6-for-6. Six six. He was a beauty – he was beautiful to watch. His swing – after, and his home runs and his pose after that, it was just magical. So I think that's so cool that you got to sit in the car with him. Um, so, anyways, that I couldn't believe you brought his name up. It yeah. brings you back to some good times. But uh, and then so that's my magical moment, I guess. Awesome. Of, especially from one that I've ever witnessed live. I don't know if I've ever witnessed another performance like that live. But um, anyways. Um, I think that's pretty much all I got. I'm running out of steam. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it was a good oh. run. Joe, and you educated me. I yes. can admit when I'm when I uh, I was incorrect, and thank God you corrected me, or else I was going to keep acting like a jackass with Emmett Smith, who actually broke the record in a Cowboys uniform. And appreciate it. Again, that. it was a nine-yard run, so nobody remembers. And also, Joe always finds a way to take any any story back to Dallas, always. which is incredible. Always. It truly is even, a gift. Yeah, that's, I like uh, it. Aaron messages in, has nobody educated Theo that when a star of that magnitude, Alfonso Soriano, wants to have drinks, you miss your flight and you have drinks. I would have figured with all the stars walking around South Florida that this is not the first time that it's happened to him. Would Ashley have been okay if you said, hey, baby, we're just going to fly back tomorrow? Alfonso Soriano wants to hang. She might have. I'm not sure my work obligations would have. Oh, come on. Stone, do you think if Theo reached out to our our boss, Stephanie Prince, uh, market manager, and said, hey, Alfonso Soriano uh, wants to hang out with us at the resort, uh, don't you think that she would she would uh, she would let him miss work one more day, or do you think her response would be, "Who the hell is Alfonso Soriano?" <laughs> that's, that's more. Sp- I guess that's nope. probably yeah. And uh, that's a tough. You one. know what? I take that back. Yeah, I, I take it back. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. could be anybody. You, you probably made the right case. call, Theo. You probably made the right call. Yeah, and it yeah. just also at that point, like we were. It it trust me, I really once. But the problem was too, we were already loading the bags into the shuttle to go to the airport. We were yeah. checked in for the flight. Like, uh, okay, had we it. found out, like, had he messaged us that night or the next morning early, like, hey guys, just letting you know, he told me this as we were leaving. I'm okay. like, oh, great, that's that's fun. Uh, so. When we come back, a Twitter trash, Twitter treasure with Theo. It's a Friday, which means fair or unfair, and. Oh, man, were we right about Doc Rivers. Ooh. That man ain't cooking anything. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hey, making his grand return to the show on Monday, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Going to be good to have him in, the ENT extraordinaire. That man can talk some ball as well. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, been doing it for decades, taking care of your ENT problems, ear issues, nose concerns, throat problems, snoring. He does it all. He helps you. He helps lifestyles. He improves your life. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, based out of Boynton Beach, Make sure you get your consultation, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com, sleep apnea, he can help you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he's not a miracle worker, he's just really good at what he does. Goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT extraordinaire, he'll be in here on Monday. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. No rest for the weary. Theo Dorsey just came back from his honeymoon and we said, Theo, we're going to need you, even though you had a great time to dig into the deep, 
dark, murky recesses of the awful, awful bird app, Twitter app, X app. You can find something good, but we also need you to find something really, really bad for a segment we call Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. As always, we want to start on a high note. Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure, uh, presented by the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. And um, let's start with the treasure that, again, in this magical week that I've had between my wedding, the Chiefs Super Bowl, kicking it with Alfonso Soriano and his wife, I saw this bit of news come down my timeline. I'll explain what it is. uh, But Stone, if you could just hit play on that beautiful video that EA Sports tweeted out. Got something special for y'all. Little update for our fans from the big house to the bayou, from Carolina to California. Yeah, it's about college football. We know you love it. Us too. All right, we can cut it. We can cut it. We can cut it. EA Sports has finally made it official. It's back and announced College Football 25 is coming this summer. They're going to have updates this May. And Ken Stone, I don't know what video games kind of captured your imagination and hatched your heart uh, in your prime of your video game playing days, but... Triple play baseball. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. For me... Madden 94. The one that was the biggest time suck for me and the one that I would sit for hours and hours and hours on was always NCAA's college football with EA Sports. The last one we had was in 2014. Uh, there's been all of the NIL stuff and it's all the stuff that came years? out afterwards. It's been more than a decade. Holy crap. I didn't realize it was that long. And and it's coming back this summer. Damn. And when I tell y'all, you know how they had that link between Kyler Murray's uh, performance and when the new Warzone update came out and how he would just tell off? That was you. Expect the same thing from me when that thing comes back this summer. You're going to have Kyler Murray lack of production because you're going to be sitting playing video games just like uh, Call of Duty with Kyler. Like the last team I remember bringing to a national championship, you talk about how these FCS teams and these FBS teams that are group of five don't get a chance. I brought Ball State to a national championship. Wow. Why the hell are you playing Ball State? I have no clue. You know where Ball State is located? It's like in Kentucky? Nope. Indiana. Indiana, yeah, Muncie, sure. Indiana. David Letterman went to school there. It's only claim to fame. Well, it's a second claim and, to and fame. A, and a football national champion <laughs> yeah. with Theo. Yeah. yeah, a football national champion with myself. Um, so, yeah, I cannot wait for that game to come out, and I apologize in advance for my lack of production when it does. Okay? You know who else went to Ball State? Jason Whitlock, which is ironic because he's shaped like a ball. Guess who I ran into? Fat dope. In the Fort Lauderdale airport. Jason Whitlock? Like, literally ran into him because he took up the whole walkway? <laughs> he was trying to... Actually, he was in the Miami airport on the way out. He was trying to try to see if he can, like... It, it seemed like he was trying to play the I'm Jason Whitlock card. Oh, my God. The TSA line was backed all the way to hell up, right? What a grifting loser. And he walks as close as possible to it, acting as if he can't... He's like... Well, we're, and he's looking. Like he's a car looking. driving on the shoulder. And I nudge Ashley. She has no clue, but she did. I showed her the Stephen A. Smith rant, and I nudge Ashley. I was like, "Take a look at this dude." So she looks. She's like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's the dude that wow. Stephen A. Smith was going in no on." No like, surprise. Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock with loser behavior. He was, it looked like he was trying to see if somebody would notice it's him and let him cut. 
Unbelievable. I noticed it was him, and I almost what stuck my foot out and stripped him. Loser. Uh, All right. Yeah. But me, I mean, that could be the trash right that there. That could have been the Twitter trash. Uh, but the Twitter trash that we will go to comes to you courtesy of the man we're about to go in on. Uh, this is Doc Rivers post-game uh, blaming everybody but himself. <laughs> we come back in this uh, on our set. Uh, two guys forget what we're running. Uh, then we miss the shot, and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. Um, you know, um, we, we had some guys here, and we had some guys in Cabo. <laughs> so Doc Rivers taking accountability for that loss, taking accountability for falling to three and seven since he's taken over the three team. Three and seven since he took over. That's going to be the Twitter trash, courtesy of the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County. Lithium batteries that are disposed of irresponsibly are a fire hazard. These batteries are at risk of starting a fire if they end up in the waste stream. It's important for people to know what products contain lithium batteries and where to drop those items off. Lithium batteries are found in common products uh, like, let's take greeting cards, electronic toothbrushes, medical equipment. Please don't throw these things in the garbage and definitely do not put them in your recycling bins. Do not be a part of where a fire starts. For disposal locations, visit swa.org slash L-I-B. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County uh, encourages you to recycle right. And I encourage Doc Rivers to take some accountability for tanking one of the supposed contenders in the East. It's almost as if this was completely and utterly predictable. In fact, it's almost like I absolutely nailed that this was going to happen when the Bucks fired Adrian Griffin and they brought in Doc, who hasn't done anything notable in years and 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 years. It's almost like on this very radio station, on this very show, ESPN 106.3, LaVica, Theo, and Stone, I said this the day that Doc Rivers was hired. Now, 10 games ago, and a 3-7 and later as Milwaukee Bucks head coach. Here's that prediction. Doc Rivers is, according to ESPN, the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what this means? The Bucks title hopes are dashed. <laughs> this is a great, Wait. great day for the Heat. It will come down to the Heat. It will come down to the Sixers. It will come down to the Celtics to determine who represents the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Doc Rivers, the postseason kiss of death, is in charge in Milwaukee. That means Giannis Sia. Dame, I'm sorry it didn't have to be this way, but what a great day for the Heat and Heat culture. I'm just sitting back, Theo, and kicking my legs up. What a day. Well, there we go. Sitting back, kicking my legs up. Not even a kiss of death in the postseason. Kiss of death in the regular season. Three and seven. Doc Rivers tanking the Bucks. It's like it was destined to happen. Ah. <sighs> It feels so good to be right. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Fair or unfair when we come back. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. 
It's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Confirmed. Stephanie Prince, no idea who Alfonso Soriano is. I checked at the break. So, Theo, you made the right call, not canceling your flight to go spend time with Alfonso Soriano in the Dominican Republic. Perfect. Yeah, I, I figure, man. Yeah, good judgment Smart on man. your part. Yeah, 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 good judgment. I really spoke out of turn there. <laughs> uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Time now for a Friday tradition on the Vicka Theo and Stone. Time for fair or unfair. We go around the room, we go around the horn, we make a statement, and then the other two in a true democracy determine if it is fair or unfair. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? I got one. Okay, go ahead. On the topic of Doc Rivers, is Mike Budenholzer just better than Doc Rivers for the Bucks? Fair. It's fair. I think Mike Budenholzer might be better than Doc Rivers, period. I looked at their career resumes, very strikingly similar. Do you want to guess how many times Doc Rivers has actually even been to the conference finals? Three. Three? Yeah. He's been to the conference finals three times. He's won one NBA championship, and somehow he keeps getting jobs. Right. Now, Mike Budenholzer, forget being better than Doc Rivers for the Bucks. I think he's better than Doc Rivers. I thought I would get some pushback, but I no, forgot. We'll no, show him on. It's fair. It's let's, fair. Let's stay in Loserland in Wisconsin <laughs> here. Uh, fair or unfair? Damian Lillard Loser doesn't want to be in Milwaukee. Fair. fair. <laughs> Holy hell. More than fair. I mean, beyond the most fair. fair. Yeah, yeah beyond fair. Uh, incredibly accurate. Yes. That poor guy. Meanwhile, you can just tell it's coming with the back-to-back wins over the Bucks and Sixers that heat culture Uh-oh. is percolating, if you will. Fair or unfair here on ESPN 106.3. My turn. My turn. If you're going to mess with a porn star, you shouldn't just dump her once she catches feelings. If you're going to mess with a porn star, you shouldn't just dump her once she catches feelings. That is what happened. Did he dump her when she caught feelings or when it went public? Okay, when it went public. When it went public. All right, if you want to mess with a porn star... You shouldn't just break her loose once it goes public. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Un- unfair. I don't uh, know whether see. to hit the ding or the dong here. No. Well, she hit the dong. dong. Yeah. Um, um, I-, I don't blame Sean Evans for what he did. We're talking about Sean Evans, the host of YouTube show Hot Ones, where celebrities show up and they eat hot wings and he asks them questions. He's very good at it. Great interviewer. Sean Evans was apparently... Messing around with Melissa Stratton, a high-profile porn star, so much so that he invited her to Vegas for the Super Bowl. They took pictures. He brought her into his suite. But as soon as those pictures went public and people started realizing, wait, Sean Evans is dating the high-profile porn star Melissa Stratton, guess what he did? Post-haste, dumped her, got rid of her. To me, that's a terrible look on him. That's dirty. You mean to tell me that you're going to... You're going to get in there with Melissa Stratton and then pictures leak after you invited her to Vegas, but pictures leak. You're, you're good enough to, to sleep with her, but you don't want to be associated with her. Oh, man. I think that is minor league behavior. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. 
If you can pull a mainstream porn star, that's a badge of honor. Yeah. Think about it. You've got to really be bringing something to the table, both from an emotional and a physical perspective yeah. uh, and a performance perspective to get a porn star to sort of settle down with you. Sean Evans blew this. Yeah. I mean, Melissa Stratton, that's high-end porn star. She wanted to be seen with him. And he dumped her once it went public. That's weak behavior, Sean. That's weak. Maybe he just wanted the publicity and and then just Apparently not. kick it off Again, afterwards. Men, I- let me tell you, men, if a high-end porn star, a high-profile porn star thinks you're good enough for her, that makes you look good. Okay? Understand that. Uh, you're able to fulfill the needs of someone who gets her needs fulfilled on a daily but you're basis. kind of you're kind of validating what I just said so now we know that he had a porn star high-end porn star or whatever that, yeah. that wanted him and was trying to date him publicly but then and now chicken, he's broken up with her all right fine, so fine. maybe next, some maybe dirtbag guys will say oh yeah, hell terrible. yeah power move I, don't, I think it's a bad move I think it's, it's a bad look by him it's it's a bad look. I have standards and morals but oh. there's gonna be some women out there that say oh he got that porn star to settle down with him I um I'd like to see what's going on there. Whereas before, everybody was just like, oh, he's a great Hot Ones interviewer. Now he might start getting that little Pete Davidson treatment. Hashtag date porn stars. That's what I, I say. They deserve love, too. Twitter was such a brutal place. I mean, everywhere you went, it was her, you know, nude photos, videos, and everything. I felt bad for Sean Evans. Like, he got put on blast. There were people oh, who had been with her in the past. No, but he's more than willing to sit there and take photos and pose for photos and do that whole thing in Vegas. He invited her. And uh, he's like, yeah, no, I don't feel bad for him at all. He chose that life. Ridiculous. And I'm sure he enjoyed it. Uh, he's better than that. I thought he was better than that, but apparently not. Yeah. Melissa, I'm sorry on his behalf and on behalf of all men, okay? That'll do it for us. We'll be back on Monday. That's Theo. That's done. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.